Today on the Good Word, we're talking about serving and doing what we can. A long time ago, back when winter was colder and hunger was sharper, a ragged-looking man entered a penniless town with nothing but his clothes, a black pot, and a large smooth stone. He knocked on the first door he came to and asked if he could please have enough water to fill his pot, as his stone alone would make for a wonderful soup. Now the villager couldn't think of anything wrong with giving up some water and followed him into the town square to watch him cook soup with just a stone. A passing constable asked just what they thought they were doing here. We're cooking stone soup, replied the man cheerfully. You're welcome to have some, though it would be better with some salt and pepper. The constable thought that wasn't difficult to provide and ran home to get it. His wife followed him back to meet the stranger who said some potato would really make the soup. She had a lot of potatoes, so she rushed back and met a neighbor who was told carrots were the thing, who met his sister who had some extra cabbage, who met the butcher who could spare a little beef, who met a dairymaid who had a leftover pail of milk. And so it went, the stranger declaring the soup almost finished. If only we had just a bit of... And the villagers, in anticipation of the feast, found they could indeed share a little of their store. Finally, the newcomer declared the soup done, and the entire town found that somehow they had made a delicious soup from little more than a stone. Every contribution the villagers made improved the soup. Actually, their contributions were the soup, which they had made despite their belief that they really had not much to share. What you put in is what you get out, whether it's stone soup or anything else in life. The Lord has made it clear He expects us to serve others, but sometimes we might forget one important reason why we are asked to give generously and happily. In 2 Corinthians 9, Paul explains the reciprocal relationship between giving and receiving. He which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. The Lord understands that many of our richest blessings come to us as we serve others, and we get more out of the experience when we serve and give out of our own desire to help and become more like the Savior. But it's worth remembering anything we give is more than returned. But where to begin and what to do? It can be overwhelming to look around and see all the things that could need our attention. We're not expected to fix everything, but surely there's some place we can start. As Elder Jeffrey R. Holland explains, we're not alone in deciding how and when we serve. Rich or poor, we are to do what we can when others are in need. Furthermore, I don't know exactly how. Each of you should fulfill your obligation to those who do not or cannot always help themselves. But I know that God knows, and He will help you and guide you in compassionate discipleship if you're conscientiously wanting and praying and looking for ways to keep a commandment He has given us again and again. It's impossible to list every way we can serve or help others, but we each have something different we can provide. Like the stone soup, we each bring a different ingredient or ability to the table. 
Only by giving generously and collaborating with others can we fulfill the marvelous assignment given by the Lord to care for each other. It's an exciting and joyful thing to give, and what we get out of it is always more than what we put in. And that's the good word. <laughs>